0: Well, Steven, we're here. We're almost done with community. I didn't think we'd ever make it, but we made it. And I think, how about, just for old time's sake, we record an uh, intro to the podcast just one more time. Let's do it, Zach. I think we can
1: handle it. If you like what we do here, make sure you mosey on over to patreoncom podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you too can feed a Zach and Steven in need, and you'll get access to all sorts of awesome content. Our weekly live pre-show that we do, You Can't pre Show. We've got some bonus podcasts on there. Days and days, just scads of content over there for you. Plus, maybe some new stuff coming soon. So make sure you put your ear to the ground, send us your bones, throw us at least a fiver, and see what it'll get you. Follow us on Twitter over at You Can't Pod, and tell us what show we should talk about next. If you just can't get enough, watch those patties and come over and double tap us on Instagram over at Can't Disappoint Podcast. We're also on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. All sorts of vids, things to like, subscribe,
0: and, and slap the bell to get notified. After we finish the series finale of Community, we'll still be a weekly community podcast for the rest of 2022 as we conduct a series of community superlative podcasts where we'll be creating top five lists on several different community-related topics. Follow us on all our social medias to see how you can be a part of those final podcast episodes. Speaking of five, if you think that we're both
1: five-star men and this is a five-star show, make sure you leave a review wherever you review your podcasts, on Apple Music, on Yelp, On Spotify, on TripAdvisor.
0: We're there. Just check us out. Everyone, it has been an honor to do this Community Rewatch podcast for the past few years. And I hope you'll stick around with us as we wrap it up and move on to the next thing. Steven, what do you have to say as we move onward and upward?
1: Thanks for sticking with us as long as you have. We hope that you hitch your get-alongs to our pick-em-up and ride along
0: with us into whatever the future holds. All right, and for one of the last times, let's do it. Let's start the episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast.
1: Okay.
0: Gobble, 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 all you little turkeys out there. Uh, Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome to a very festive episode of you can't disappoint a podcast in our continuing series of community superlatives i am zach and i'm not gonna say it. i'm just it's just my name oh you can uh, to i'm Stephen, and <laughs> yeah, there
1: go. yeah uh in case i was imitating a turkey not of a native
0: american just in case anyone was. oh shit yeah Mm-mm. That was not an appropriate... The only culture that was appropriating was turkey culture. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let everyone at home know. You'll know when I...
0: Is it worse the you know, the Americanized version of uh, 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 ho- hollering, I'll say, as they think Native Americans did is very similar to the noise of a turkey. Is that very bad? Very similar. Probably. That's
1: bad, right? Do you it's think that good. they just, like, associated it because of our Western
0: understanding of Thanksgiving... Well, I'm glad you brought it up because speaking of Western version of Thanksgiving, this podcast is coming out closest to the American holiday Thanksgiving that we probably shouldn't celebrate but still do and I still quite enjoy. So -hmm. we're going to get into that a little bit before we get into this week's list ranking the top five golden era episodes of Community. But first, we've got to shout out our patrons. Because we wouldn't be able to do any of this without them. And they're a big part of the drive that keeps us going. We we know we've got people that are just eating this slot that we keep putting out. And so they're gobbling. It out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're so thankful for you guys because, you know, we're astounded every time just anyone listens to the show. But the fact that you guys also support us uh, on that level means a lot to us and helps keep pushing the show
0: forward. And, and hopefully you like what you get out of it. Well, the people who are getting something out of it, let's list them. Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Brian Thurman, Planeswalker Prez, So I feel bad for for saying they were my least favorite a few weeks ago. <laughs> Should I take that back? I'm not gonna. Emmy uh, Azrael, of course, Brandon Fulkemer, and conversations with Robbie Sherman. So if you like what we do here, patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast gets this podcast early every week and all of the extra stuff over 100 Patreon-exclusive podcast. Over 100 Patreon-exclusive Podcast. Be
1: thankful.
0: And I want to mention really quick before we shout out communities, Patreon, we're starting to wrap up, getting really close to wrapping up Cowboy Bebop as yeah. we're covering it there. And it's about time to figure out what's going to be coming next because on our Patreon, we're going to always have, along with our free show with The Good Place and Community, a weekly Patreon-exclusive podcast Mm -hmm. or rewatch podcast that's a little more off-the-cuff like Brokeback Bebop is. But I think that's really fun, and it allows us to talk about some stuff that we're excited to talk about that doesn't exactly... Uh, Need to be like our bread and butter, what we're pouring everything into podcast, right? Yeah. And I don't know. What's it going to be? We've got to start thinking about America's Next Top Patreon podcast. We've had a couple of ideas that we've talked about in the past, and Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what they are. It's going to be fun. So come hang out with us. Meanwhile, I really wish at communities on Twitter, our proud community (laughs) Papa would hang out with us. Yeah, me
1: too. I, I, I stand As, outside in the pouring yeah. rain. I've done the boombox and the feather mm-hmm. duster thing. I was mm-hmm. butt naked underneath. Uh,
0: and just nothing. Well, it might not have helped, Stephen, that this morning uh, when we had our Thanksgiving luncheon, with Papa, Mm -hmm. that you did show up in a a skimpy, uh, cultural-appropriated Native American headdress and garb. I thought it was Um, sexy. You could see my (laughs) belly button. Yeah, but he was working. He was (laughs) at work. (laughs) I mean, we brought a picnic. So thanks, communities. Assuming the, the cease and desist and restraining order don't go through, we appreciate it. We love your support. We're very glad that you've helped us build what we do here. It's your fault. You know, no one quite
1: stuffs our cornucopia full of thanks uh, and gives
0: it to us quite the way Papa does. Yeah. Really thankful for Papa just giving and giving until I can't take no more. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all we can say. So Thanksgiving, um, I think weirdly, as I've gotten older, it's like the most consistent one, the most Mm -hmm. consistent holiday where the biggest group of people typically, and I don't really know what I'm doing this year, uh, in all honesty, recording ahead of Thanksgiving. It's like the most consistent one where a, the biggest group of family typically gets together for for dinner, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is that for you? Do you, Is Thanksgiving yeah, a big deal? Yeah, is my favorite holiday. Um, it is mine too. Even, like, totally removed from why we celebrate yeah. Thanksgiving at the heart of it. I mean, because of course... Uh, taking some time to realize and appreciate what you're thankful for in your life is always great, but like to the history, like the reason we yeah. celebrate Thanksgiving. Aside I from really that, it's my favorite too.
1: I don't I don't fuck with Christmas like that. Like it's fine, um, but I feel like Christmas is a little bit more depressing
0: than Thanksgiving. And Christmas is so much pressure. Yeah, if you're if you're buying gifts for family or not if you're buying gifts for your partner or not what you're getting what Mm -hmm. other people are getting what's on it's a lot of pressure and on top of like obviously thanksgiving brings a lot of family trauma when you're all at the dinner Mm -hmm. table talking about stuff and and i don't know grandma says something a little racist and then everyone's real sad you know Uh, (laughs) thanksgiving well like christmas has that and there's all the well grandma also didn't get me anything for christmas so she's a racist and a cheapskate yeah. You and grandma got some beef, huh? Yeah, I should probably call her. <laughs> I ad- I adore my grandma, so that was purely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. One of one of the family members I can truly say that I adore is my grandmother. Oh. And but th- this isn't this isn't Mary Lou Cast uh Thanksgiving <laughs> foods. I was curious thinking about our cultural differences growing uh-huh. up in the what what do the black people have at their
1: Thanksgiving? Yeah, like can I goods? touch your hair?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no what i was wondering i feel like the i feel like what's different are the sides right probably but i feel like there's more similarities than differences are you upset that i'm so. asking this that was a restrained probably i'm trying to, cause i'm trying to
1: think i think that most of the sides are probably the same y'all do weird stuff with the sweet potatoes but
0: yeah, and so what do you do for sweet potatoes? Sweet like potatoes. a baked potato? Candied yams. So, like, it's still like sweet, sweetened. Yeah, but it's not like marshmallow fluff. It's like mashed potato. Well, there's a difference between sweet potatoes, and that's like a sweet potato casserole. You can call it a casserole, but it's just mashed potatoes and, and marshmallows stuff on top. I really yeah. like. My grandma makes really good sweet potato casserole that has more to it. I like sweet potato casserole. It's just the incorrect way to eat it. Hers does have marshmallows on top, but mm-hmm. it's more than that too. There's like a crumble layer and then Ooh. like marshmallows on top, and it's I really can fuck good. With all that I love it. It's delicious. It's just different. Do you? Do, do you guys do... have greens? that's what i was gonna say like i'm gonna go as westernly stereotypical as i what's, can what's your like go-to like if you're going through the uh, do you guys
1: do buffet style serving line just in in the home for thanksgiving or do you yeah guys, it's like...
0: like we're in my grandma's kitchen and there are dishes all over the place and when yeah, everything's and ready scoop. everyone okay, grabs a plate consistent. and scoops what they want What what's your go-to plate what's on that bad boy there are things I fuck with and things I don't fuck with. I got to get turkey. I love turkey. Mm-hmm. I do not get ham. I don't like ham that much. Yeah. Don't have anything no against pork. it. No swine in, the, in your body. No yeah. swine. Don't have anything against it. I'm not against Keep it kosher. that type of pig. Um, but no, it's never going <laughs> on my plate. It's not my choice. Uh, I really, really like stuffing. Mm -hmm. And this is a weird one. My grandma sometimes makes, like, a big thing of regular stuffing and a small thing of oyster stuffing, which is stuffing that has fucking oysters in it. And I like that shit. Never heard of that one. Um, I don't usually go for, uh, like, cranberry sauce type stuff. Um, I'm not really – on like, mac and cheese is often at the table, and I'm going to pass that up for other stuff. I'll probably do some mashed potatoes and gravy. I'll definitely do green beans – um, maybe so you corn. Up the mac and cheese. I'm not a mac and cheese guy.
1: Oh my god! In general, mm.
0: because on okay. Thanksgiving I want stuffing, I want mashed potatoes, I want some veggies, I want I do want sweet potato casserole, I want all kinds of other stuff, and mac and cheese is like on every table all the time. It's like I'm gonna pass it up to have like the Thanksgiving delicacies. Mm. That's not the, the case for you. And I'll tell you something that might make you mad. In As a whole, now, I don't like craft mac and cheese, obviously, but I'm also not just in general a big fan of, like, the oven uh, crispy layer on top mac and cheese. I do not like the crispy skin on top at all. You're I'm more like, uh, <laughs> like, my ideal mac and cheese is, like, a shells and cheese sauce kind of thing. But, like, a good one, not, like, a box one. Mm. Now go ahead. Shit all over my... Uh, that's my fine. People. That's You got to work with what you got. I and know I'm that you're going to your have vegetables that I won't have. We, we don't get... We're all about the carbs. So I, rolls, I rolls get the good. turkey.
1: I get the ham. Uh, I get the greens. Um, I I like the, the baked, oven-baked mac and cheese. Give me the sweet potatoes. Give me the green beans. Yeah. Uh, I don't need any cranberry sauce. What the fuck nope. for that? But I will be... So another difference... Uh, we have dressing, not stuffing. Um, they're almost the same, except dressing doesn't go inside a
0: turkey. Uh, Neither. I have never ever had turkey. with Well, then you're eating dressing. It. But I I believe that that's like a soda and pop type discussion. Mm. Well, but dressing is my favorite Thanksgiving
1: food. I could I normally try and get like a tub just for myself of it if i can i will eat it all day all night um now i like the turkey leg if so depending on which whether i'm at my like big and the more of a
0: man you become the more of a right you have to it
1: yeah then we have like the sliced, because that's like a mixed family between like my um my side of the family and then my uncle's girlfriend and her caucasian side of the family so it's normally a good mix of food going on there big gathering um but uh if my if i'm at my uncle my other uncle who he like makes a turkey and does all that stuff mm. um i'll have all that jazz and then i i like you know gotta get the mashed potatoes if there's some but get the gravy all over everything i really yeah, like sure. i'm i'm not a like a, some people are like oh my food can't touch i would mash mine into a smoothie well, and eat it up with a spoon
0: uh, when it comes to most thanksgiving foods I am that way. I do not mind with like my potatoes, my corn, my beans, my turkey. All of it can have gravy mm-hmm. on it. All of it can have potatoes and each other on it. I would probably put because it's sweet potato casserole and it's more desserty. I would put it on a separate plate. I don't want my gravy mm. on that. Turkey skin. I love the turkey skin. Obviously, I love a yeah. turkey leg, but it's more important to me that I get a couple rips of the turkey skin. Hmm. I, I like turkey skin quite a bit. I I don't discriminate. The last thing I want to ask before we move on, because now this is just the Thanksgiving episode. Uh, I want to ask you something that doesn't get talked about ever, near enough when it comes to Thanksgiving. Along with these delicious foods, what is your drink of choice? Is there like a family drink that's always available? Do you have a soda or a water? What's the drink at Thanksgiving?
1: No, I don't have a specific one. As an adult, it's been some sort of alcoholic beverage. Fair. Fair.
0: My family I, I a whiskey doesn't drinker, drink so, so it's boring as shit. There is no alcohol at the Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I normally Thanksgiving I like to go with a uh, a nice whiskey.
0: When My I grandma was a kid, makes, I don't a really know, good lemonade, kind of so it's <laughs> lemonade for
1: me. Yeah, we don't really have like a family drink.
0: Well listicle us in everyone. what are your top five grandma lemonades on Thanksgiving? We want to hear all about it Number five you may think that your
1: Burger King lemonade doesn't have foot lettuce in it, but apparently,
0: according to one reddit post, I have a feeling that I definitely said some things that are gonna strike a nerve with some people about my food so <laughs> if you don't if something either of us said made you mad about your Thanksgiving, let us know and let's let move know. on. To what we're here to talk about, the third of our Community Superlative episodes. These have been a lot of fun so far. I love making these lists. I have really enjoyed this as well, Zach. Today we're talking about a big one, but as we were discussing before we started recording, kind of an easier list for me to make. Uh, Today we're talking about the top five Golden Era episodes of Community, so we're taking into consideration all of the first three seasons We've had a lot of conversations about the Mount Rushmore of Community, and Mm -hmm. while sure, there are episodes from 4 through 6 that could squeak its way onto there, most of them are coming from this golden era for me. So that kind of... I I put some thought into this before. What are the top, top episodes of Community? So I was able to decide this pretty easily. What about you? Nice. Uh, Yeah, it wasn't too hard for me. I have two honorable mentions, but for the most
1: part, it wasn't too hard for me to make this list. Let's... Let's hear those
0: honorable mentions. Throw them at me. What's Uh, honorable? Pillows and Blankets and Fistful of Paintballs are my two honorable mentions. Neither of those on my list or my honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. My honorable mentions. I've got four honorable mentions that I'll go through real fast. Regional Holiday Music, again, makes the honorable mention list. Mm -hmm. Contemporary American Poultry, again, makes an honorable mention list. Epidemiology, Mm. on the honorable mention list. And Comparative Religion. Okay,
1: nice. Another. Those we i talked episodes. about
0: that earlier. How much I like that one. Yeah. Those are my honorable mentions, which means we got to get into the nitty and the gritty. Uh, what's your number five? My number five, Zach, and I think you'll be proud of me for this one because I know how much you love this episode.
1: Cooperative calligraphy. Great. Good choice. Yeah. Why do you pick it? Why do you put episode. it there? Um, I love when the study group is all fighting, mm-hmm. and they're fighting, and Troy snaps. I think. I think that's oh, yeah. so funny every uh-huh. time. They do it a couple times and it makes me laugh so hard. The, the way the gang plays off of each other is so good. Um, Annie's boobs... What
0: more can I say? Can't complain. Well, that's a great segue. (laughs) My number five is also cooperative calligraphy. Nice. Um, Community really nails the bottle episode, which often comes out of a necessity to make slightly less expensive episodes. And in the olden days could kind of be like the Clippy Show episodes where there's not a lot to the bottle episode. Yeah. But – really from a storytelling level if you get all of your major characters in one place and let all hell break loose that can be the most exciting place to be for your characters and community does that all the time and i don't think it does it better than in cooperative calligraphy one of the greatest bottle episodes of any show my number absolutely.
1: 5 absolutely um my number 4 uh near dear to my heart episode mixology certification i think it's Good a choice. great great episode and it belongs in my top five. I think the way that Troy matures, Annie has a great storyline. I think Britta and Jeff's runner is funny, and I don't mind it. As much as you and I are on the same page about how I feel about most of the relationships in sure. the show, I think this is at a point where they're getting Britta and Jeff right, and it's believable. Yeah, that they, they just like make out when up. they
0: get drunk. That's
1: fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's, I buy that. And I think that Abed in that episode is fantastic with the – His you know bar friend that he makes it ends up being Paul F. Tompkins in that one right yeah Paul F. Tompkins. Um, That
0: episode's not on my list. What I'd like to mention about it is is Pierce getting stuck in the door in his wheelchair. Greatest (laughs) story of any episode of Community. Uh, No, I want to mention that moment in the end of the episode when Troy drops off Annie and they have that Mm -hmm. heart to heart. How affecting it is that that's a moment of friendship between opposite-sex people. That does not happen on television very often. A truly beautiful moment of platonic love that I think is really special. Any other show would have had them kiss there. Yes. Um, And Community is a far better show for letting some relationships not be there. Mm -hmm. Um, My number four... One of my favorites, one that, as I think about it, along with a couple on this list, just gets higher and higher. My number four is Documentary Filmmaking Redux. Nice. I think it's a hilarious episode. episode. You know how much I love The Dean. I think it might be Joel McHale's funniest episode with Mm -hmm. how invested he gets into becoming The Dean and then how – Truly destruct. The show never wants Jeff to be anything but the cool guy who's got it all under control, or a guy who's having a mental breakdown. Yeah, uh, this is a different angle of weird and funny that Joel gets to play that I think is really solid for a lot of other reasons I've discussed before. Number four, documentary filmmaking. Ridwa. uh My number three, an episode that
1: I'm probably gonna rewatch today because uh, I love it so much. Halloween. Um, epidemiology. I talked about it, um, in a previous episode quite a bit, but I think that Troy's my favorite character and this is one of my favorite Troy episodes. I love the Jeff being a zombie on his Blackberry is hilarious and holds up to this day, probably even better than it did back then. Um, that joke, the alien references are great. The, the mysterious like bulk Taco meat from the military <laughs> supply Which, store. Don't get
0: me wrong. If we were at that party we would have been all Oh, I would have been up to my word.
1: goddamn meat. Like they have how much ground
0: meat? beef? Okay. They're yeah, like,
1: give me more. Uh the the initial calling out of Leonard's a zombie! It's so funny. I think that episode's just great. And the fact that ABBA's playing in the background, who thinks of that? I think that's just so funny. Really great. Like, it, it just makes me laugh, and that's why I like this show. The way that... It's in a,
0: just funny. In a couple of moments in this comedic farce, ABBA becomes the absolute perfect soundtrack for moments of genuine horror towards yeah. the end. And it, Dancing Queen or something is playing. It's great. That was what, your number three? That's my number three. My number three is, and it kind of feels like, for me, there are two episodes that you're obligated to put on this list, mm-hmm. I kind of think. And I didn't make this decision out of obligation, but these were like two of the pretty easy gimmies, right? Yeah. Um, my number three is Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Good choice. Um, one of the best episodes of the show. I like a couple just a little bit more than it. There's nothing else to say about it. It's a perfect episode of television And there's a lot to unpack in it, and it's funny every time. And it's one of the best examples of taking a comedic farce homage episode into really true, heartfelt, uh, uh, really wonderful stuff with Neil's character there. So that's my number three. Uh, My number two,
1: I think one of the most original and well-done episodes of certainly sitcom, but probably television as a whole, Um, I think... It should be in like the museum of television because mm. it's so just brilliant and perfect. Remedial Chaos Theory. I two. think that the mere staying power the Donald Glover meme has where he walks in and everything's on fire. I see that meme every day on
0: Twitter from on people my who have not never seen the media community. Of course. Yeah.
1: I see it constantly. And, and that's
0: uh, not to say that's why the episode is great because no. it transcends the show. Every moment of that episode every second is, is so is clever. Well done. All six
1: variants or seven technically are so funny and would be like, I don't know, just the, the way this episode goes so off the rails and any second you're like, Oh, this is what this episode is. Oh my God. It just like, you know, it it's so good. They set it up. They knock it down. It's, it's perfect.
0: I'll save what I want to, I'll, I, I'll have some response later, mm-hmm. but not yet. My number two is Paradigms of Human Memory. Nice. I love this episode. I think because of how many clips that there are, it's like pound for pound, probably the funniest, jokiest episode of the whole show. It has a lot of just the whole group riffing off of each other, but it's like the opposite of a bottle episode because they're Mm -hmm. all over the world. I've talked about it in previous ones of these. I think it's so funny, and if you think I'm rating it too high, go watch it again. Yeah, it's
1: great. So funny. Um... My number one, maybe my favorite episode of the show, "Advanced Dungeons and Dragons." We've talked about it a lot at great, great. length. I think that the way that they have such an incredible um, homage episode uh, that also That's ties a in to a couple weeks ago, in yeah. case anyone
0: didn't pick up on that, <laughs> ties in the,
1: the seriousness of what's going on with Neil mm-hmm. um, and the real world effects that that name had on on the actor. I think it's such a a mature look at it. It's funny to say mature look when you're playing a, a board game, but it just does well, such a good n- job of adding weight and adding stakes to an episode that would have been great on its own, but that just means it matters because of that, and I think that's well, really important.
0: Truly... Dungeons and Dragons, there's not a lot cheesy and low stakes and childlike about it. I don't no. play it, but it is like a serious matter for the people that play it. And it would have been so easy for a show to do like an episode that just makes fun of the type of people that are into that kind of thing. Yeah, And they pull a couple of those jokes, but that's not the point here. And I think it's so much more important of an episode for it. Mm-hmm. My number one, I already kind of gave it away. My number one's Remedial Chaos Theory. It's just great. I think it's so amazing that in a world before Marvel introduced the multiverse into, mm-hmm. like, the pop culture lexicon, it's a really complicated idea for an episode of television that could be way too convoluted to follow for the for the average audience member. And I think they find a way to really make it accessible and funny and easy to follow even as you are hopping from universe to universe within well, the and episode. And they explain
1: it so well. The the concept of a of a six-sided die is something everyone can understand.
0: Or the concept of from. all of the noises and beats that we know mean we're back to the beginning of yeah. the thing when people are there's like a ding, I'll get the door, or the Roxanne music, or Jeff hitting his head. Yeah, uh, It's one of the most tightly written episodes of television, period. Mm-hmm. And I said that shit. It's my number one.
1: Yeah, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. We did not so get we into didn't what the fight. People, yeah, we didn't fight at all. I think that it's hard, because yeah. all those episodes are great. Uh, and I don't
0: disagree with any of yours. I, I see yeah. why you picked them. It was tough. Let's get into the emails. We've got some emails of some Matt, lists. number one. What do other people think? Matt, number one, thinks number five is Pillows
1: and Blankets. Uh, number four, Fistful of Paintballs. Those were two honorable mentions on mine. Three, Cooperative Calligraphy. We both had that one. Number two, Debate 109.
0: Great episode. Doesn't Great belong episode. on that
1: list. No. Sorry. Uh,
0: number one, Conspiracy Theories Underrated. and Design.
1: Sure. I can't argue that. I think that's a really good episode.
0: Conspiracy Theories. I'm yep. not mad at Matt for that one. I can understand why that's the episode that speaks to someone the most. Yep. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we've got coming in hot from Matt. I promise you, it's two different mats. Matt, number uh, two, this Matt's Matt's part <laughs> Matt, part redo. Matt, redo. Number five, <laughs> to mirror the other Matt. Their number five is conspiracy theories and interior design, made it onto their list as well. Number four, cooperative calligraphy. That's coming up a lot. Mm-hmm. Number three, we've got epidemiology. Was that on yours? Yes, it was. That was yours. number so three, was your number mine. Three. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got also number two, Modern Warfare. Didn't make it on mine, but I have a lot, a lot of respect for that episode. Yeah. And I would understand why that's someone's number one if they if they sure. choose. Uh, and their number one is also, as mine is, Remedial Chaos Theory. Great list. Mm-hmm. Matt, number two. Great list. Uh, Brandon Fulkemer, who earned his name last week after an excellent
1: number one choice, uh, has number five, A Paradise of Human Memory. Great episode. The least filler clip show episode ever. Agreed. Truth. Um, number four, Remedial Chaos Theory. Maybe hot take all the way at four. For me, it's an all-time great episode, but the initial shock humor of Troy's timeline can't be matched <laughs> on rewatches. That's that's fair. I think
0: it's deeply rewatchable. I that think episode, so, too. But, but that okay. that first time, you're like, what the fuck? I won't take it away from you. I'm not going to hate on him for that one. We don't have to yeah. dox Brendan. Number his is three... mine
1: now. It's not his anymore.
0: <laughs> number you, three, you, Pillows and
1: Blankets. It. Part man, part pillow, all carnage. I want to talk to you because it was an honorable mention, I think, on most of mine. It Um, hasn't shown up a lot. It It hasn't. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are very many funnier scenes than Pierce's pillow man fighting the kids. Oh, my God. That's hilarious.
0: That's so funny. Community had a lot of balls for turning their show into something that could have aired on PBS for an entire episode and yeah. never never breaking the facade. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's pretty baller.
1: I'll give you um, that one. Number two, Cooperative Calligraphy, the bottle episode. Poor Abed, he may as well sit in the corner with a bucket on his head. <laughs> yeah, that's a great episode. Um, and number one, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, my number one. Pierce's best episode and maybe the most creative of the whole series. Thanks, guys. Brandon. Great list, Brandon.
0: Yeah, great list, Brandon. Up next, the last one we've got from Jennifer. We've been hearing from her. Thanks for all your lists. Uh, Top five golden era episodes. No. (laughs) They said no. (laughs) They're all the best except for competitive wine tasting. Currently sitting last on our Patreon Yes, currently uh, on the pre-show over on Patreon. We've been doing a tiered ranking of every episode of Community, and we're not finished with it as of recording. But at this moment, competitive wine tasting is dead last, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's mainly because of Troy pretending to get sexually assaulted and no one telling him that's a bad thing to do. Um, Bad behavior. Jennifer goes on to say, okay, I'll try, but there'll be an alpha order because I won't rank them further. Yeah, no betas around here. Yeah, that's my challenge to you guys. Let's get a ranking of me and Steven in alpha order. (laughs) Uh, We'd love to hear that. Send them in to uh, scrubspodcastiheart at (laughs) gmail.com. Okay, so Jennifer's five Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, Introduction to Film. Whoa! Deep cut. Cooperative Calligraphy, Mixology Certification. And I like to see this one here Virtual Systems Analysis. One of my underrated ones. Good list, Jennifer.
1: Introduction to Film. That's a surprising
0: one, but it's a great episode. I think that episode really emotionally resonates with some people. Mm -hmm. And with a lot of these episodes, like your Mixology Certifications, uh, it's hard to argue against it being the best if it really emotionally resonates with you. Yeah. Them. You know what I mean? So that's probably where that's come. That's my guess. Thanks, everyone. Let us know what you think of our list and let us know still what yours are. I don't care if you listen to this years after we've recorded it. I would still like to know what your top five episodes of the Golden Era or even your argument of if the Golden Era is the Golden Era. Do you think I've mislabeled it? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Let's that's have a, a label good question because some
1: people really think that like – Five and six are where it's at.
0: That's why I said four through six is the silver era. It's still Mm -hmm. very, very good. It's not like a, it's not the shit era. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let's wrap things up here. If you guys, uh, next week we're going to be back for the fourth of these superlative episodes. We're dwindling these down after seven superlative episodes. We're going to be wrapping up things here on you can't disappoint a podcast until we return for our movie coverage on the final Monday of December with a community series roundtable podcast it's going to be big it's going to be our. We, we kind of had our finale with the finale episode of Community, but that's going to be our send off here for a while. Mm-hmm. Our so swan song, if you will. Stay tuned with us through the month of December. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you like us enough that you want to support us further, slash can't disappoint a podcast. Nope. slash can't disappoint podcast. Uh, all kinds of exclusive content. Brokeback Bebop is sometimes one of my favorite things that we do here mm-hmm. at all. It's a great podcast. And the pre show is a a lot of fun too and you can get this podcast a full week early every single week Steven is there more to that sentence or you just where can the people find us
1: <laughs> uh, well if you don't like us enough or give yeah. a shit about any of that stuff uh, you can follow us over on Twitter over at you can't a pod we're also on Instagram under the uh, I almost said acronym but why under do you th-
0: slip up on Instagram every time you were thinking of a different word
1: Yeah, I was trying to think of a different, like, under the moniker, um, at Can't Disappoint Podcast. We're also on YouTube and Facebook under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. So if you're interested in seeing the video feed of that round table table at the end of the year, uh, come check it out there because you'll get to see our smiling faces probably.
0: It's been a lot of fun. I want to thank you guys for supporting us, and just because we're dwindling down here, keep telling people about this show. I love that we're about to have a complete podcast that people will always be able to find and go through. So no yeah. matter when you're listening no to this, no matter
1: where, we're the really Enterprise glad that you here. Enterprise will
0: take you there,
1: yeah. and we're thankful for
0: you. Happy Thanksgiving, Zach. I'm not thankful for Enterprise. They've really fucked me over. Yeah, but, not uh, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Stephen. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. God bless us, everyone. I don't know. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you've had fun listening to us ramble on your holiday, perhaps. Uh, and from inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. We love you very much, and we will see you next week. Gobble,
1: gobble, 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 gobble,
0: gobble. Yeah, just gobble it. Gobble it. Gobble that shit
1: gobble it of fire thank you india